0: This is the Alpaca Podcast, for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here. And welcome to the latest episode of the Alpaca Tribe podcast. For alpaca people everywhere, you know who you are. Kindred hearts, kindred spirits, and sharers of the alpaca gene. What was it that caught your attention when you saw your first alpaca? Regularly we have visitors here on the farm that have not been up close with alpacas before. Seen them on TV or maybe at a zoo or animal park, but I just delight in their delight as we wander into the middle of the group of alpacas. Our approach is noted and observed. The alpacas enjoy it when visitors come, almost as much as the visitors. Do you remember Owenna, our large brown female? Owenna, daughter of Owen. She's one of a kind. And you, I have a herd full of one of a kinds. Alpacas are like that. Awenna is taller than the rest of my females, and the boys come to that, with arresting eyes. She has a lot of presence and an inquisitive nature. Sometimes visitors just have to be inspected, and she heads towards them with great purpose. To be fair, it can be a bit intimidating if you're on the receiving end of that and haven't met alpacas before especially if you've not met her before. All she wants to do is a little sniff to check them out, and then she wanders off happy. The mutual watching always makes me smile. In fact, a lot of things, alpacas do, make me smile. How's your week been? I know for some of you, you've been experiencing extremes again, floods or wildfires. Our thoughts are with you, and your alpaca charges. We seem to have switched seasons now here in the u k. There are some satisfyingly cool autumn mornings amid the browns, bronzes, and yellows of autumn. Oh, and the clocks have changed too, which means we've gained an extra hour. Well, I don't know where it's gone. I never have quite understood and been able to get my head round why this is called daylight saving. It always just feels like the daylight's been reduced, and the nights get darker earlier, which is when I most could use it, but there we are. So what are good things to be doing and thinking about at this time of year? First thought is, have you got what you need? Supplies of vitamin A, D and E paste, for example. Have you got a suitable supply of hay in your store? I know it turns over as if you haven't got a lot of space to store it, you have to keep getting new stocks in, but it's always helpful to have enough hay. Our girls have just started switching from. The grass, which they're still enjoying and still grazing, but they are appreciating more having hay available to them. Do you need any additional coats for any vulnerable adults? It's not gone really cold yet, and in fact today, tomorrow it's gonna start warming up again. But the winter is approaching, and we don't know whether we're gonna have a hard one, an early one, a long wet one, but it helps to be prepared. So coats might be an option to think about. With what can be quite a lot of wet weather and mud, then a check over the herd's feet might help you catch something before it becomes more of a problem. Some fringes are growing and showing signs of getting in the way, of them being able to see properly. In that not-too-distant future, and certainly way before the next shearing, I'm going to have to be doing some trimming. And for the young ones, if they've got a lot of fleece around the face, then it tends to build up and clouds, or even crowds, around the eyes. And eventually, they become wool blind But that's a long way off. We can get there before that becomes a problem. Oh yes, and as the fleece is starting to fill out again, it would be really helpful to do a body score to reach your animals, to see how they are set up for going into the winter. Remember too, to keep notes or dictate it into your smartphone. With body scores, you can work on a scale of 1 to 5 or 1 to 10. I adjusted to being 1 to 10 because I kept going, oh, this is about a, oh, I don't know, it's a 3.25. Actually, if I extend my scale to 10. So it's not an absolute. It's a comparative scale, and it's yours. So you're looking for change. Use the same hand, the same place, the same person. And then you can notice the difference from the last time. Is the body condition going up or down? It's often the first thing that you'll notice if there is a health change, a drop in body condition. It's simple, easy, and not to be overlooked. A few thoughts as we're going into this season change. I hope your change goes well. Recently, the inaugural Welsh alpaca show was held. I mentioned it a few weeks back. It was a good start, and there will be more to come. Next year's date and venue is already settled for 2020 as the 10th of October in Carmarthen, South West Wales. Here's a reflection on what I noticed and some of the people I met. Something of a personal view. Hi, Steve here. Just arrived at the showground and uh, there's a nice collection of cars and we'll go see what we can see the uh (laughs) it's in a bit of a mist at the moment as we are coming down the a48 and as you're approaching down towards carmarthen you can see down onto the 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 lower area where there's a lot of mist and it's just um not as clear but it, it will burn off i'm sure but we shall see how we go and we'll go join the crowds. The first person I met was Rowan Flindleshale, a friend of many years and a passionate promoter of alpacas. Everywhere she goes, she likes to talk alpacas. We spoke with Rowan early in 2019, at the start of this series of podcast episodes. You can hear the full conversation we had in episode two, here she was on duty as a volunteer at the door of the show shed. So, hi Rowan. It's Hi. nice to see you again, and you've got your, your official white coat on, I stood have. at the door. What have you been up to?
1: I've been doing the meet and greet with the public and telling them what's on and what's happening and all about the traders and to how to behave around the alpacas.
0: Oh, excellent. So you've been handing out the, or selling, the programmes as people have been arriving?
1: I have, selling the programmes, and telling them about the exhibitors that are coming and about the wonderful traders we've had with absolutely everything alpaca.
0: Yeah, it started off slow. I think from what you said, you started what time?
1: We opened to the public at nine and ten o'clock they started coming in and it's been manic. Yeah. They've been coming from as far as mid Wales and Cardiff. Really, excellent. And I think we've had well over a thousand people through the door.
0: Brilliant, that's so good. Because this is the first show um, and not the last, but certainly the first and it's hopefully going to be booked again for next year, we've got the date.
1: It's in the diary, it's the 10th of October next year and right. we will be bigger and better and more organised. There we go.
0: Well, it's been very well organised from everything I've seen. <laughs> going around so it's been been really good and there seems to be been a, a, a reasonable turnout in terms of the animals some, some lovely animals here
1: we're very very impressed I mean to have 70 animals on the first show is it's quite special there was some more due to come but various things meant they couldn't so we're hoping next year maybe up to 100 would be nice yeah. get a few more breeders to come in across the water and come into Wales yeah. it's not that scary to come off the M4
0: <laughs> no and they don't have to pay the charge anymore
1: absolutely no. we let you in for free now
0: Yeah, excellent <laughs> So it's been a good show, and uh, it seems to be calming down. We're still doing the showing, uh, judging in the in the ring there, and uh, but you, you don't seem to be quite as rushed off your feet as you were firstly.
1: No, I think the public. There's still odds and odds and ends coming in, the odd latecomers. Um, there's still plenty for them to see. I think so possibly the coffee vans run out of milk, but they'll cope without that that I think we'll see people coming in right to the end and we won't yeah. close down till the end of day at five. Yeah. And
0: then we'll be the strip down.
1: It will be at strip down and take down tonight, so it's going to be a late night. It was yeah. a late long and late day yesterday with the setup, but we clear out tonight and yeah. then hopefully a lie-in in the morning. Yeah, that would be
0: nice. <laughs> that would be nice. Well, thank you very much and it's good to see you again.
1: Yeah, yeah we'll day, see you again that. soon. Yeah, thanks. Right.
0: Bye. The pens around the edge of the show ring housed the visiting alpacas, around 70 in all, which was a great start for the first show. Some classes were therefore quite small, but the judges, Mary Jo Smith and the certifying judge, Shirley Bettinson, did a great job of assessing and reporting to the assembled ringside audience on the merits of the alpacas before them. The Welsh alpacas represented were added to by friends from further afield in England who came to lend their support to the show, which was very much appreciated. Around the edges were a good range of stalls and displays with products and some raw material for sale. I caught up with a few of them that I'd not met before. Do you just want to say who you are and the kind of things you're involved in? Yeah,
2: my name's Sue Miller. I run a small business called From Fleece to Finish, where I hand-spin alpaca fleece and turn it into first of all into yarn, and then into things like scarves, hats and gloves.
0: And very nice they are too. And you've had your, your spinning wheel here? Yes, busy... I've been
2: spinning while we have been at the show, right.
1: um,
2: and I'm, at the moment I'm spinning a mixture of six different fleeces blended together to give different, a
0: multicoloured right. yarn. Which is that unusual? Do you often do that, or
2: uh, I've done it before. Yes, um, it's Just... been it knits up into quite a nice mixture. Yeah, of, it's very uh, attractive
0: on, on the on the bobbin there, and then yeah,
2: the... yeah. So it it comes up with it. This one's got. Um, Black, white, two different greys—a very pale grey and a darker grey, a dark brown and a light brown mixed in together.
0: Wow, amazing! And it is a lovely colour, and it works really well, I think, as a yes, combined thing. Yeah. Because mostly people will tend to try and keep the, the, the colours separate. That's
2: it's, right. It's yes. Nice to try yes. It just to makes makes something a little bit different. Yeah.
0: And how do you find actually spinning with the alpaca?
2: It's very planet? nice to yeah. spin. Yes, it spins easily. Um, it prepares well. And, uh, and spins up beautifully.
0: Excellent. Okay, thank you very much.
2: You're very welcome.
0: Lovely to see you. Can you just say your name and the kind of things you're involved in?
3: Okay, yes. Uh, my name's Emma Bird. Uh, we have our company Bird Farm Alpacas, based in Keradigion. And uh, we raise alpacas for fibre. So I'm a hand spinner, I'm also a basket weaver. So we hold workshops at the farm, our off-grid small holding off-grid completely off-grid wow. so, yeah we excellent. have uh, solar panels a bank of batteries and a backup generator
0: right excellent so. and as you're speaking to me you're actually spinning as well
3: I am indeed yeah yeah so I've been spinning um, for nine years now as we got the alpacas I made the commitment then that I was gonna learn and it's been a huge learning curve it's a bit like uh, rubbing your tummy and patting your head to begin with oh, so right. a bit frustrating <laughs> But, um, yeah, once you've got it, you've got it. Yeah, excellent.
0: <laughs> and, you, I, and I have had a conversation with you when you were looking at me as well as spinning at the same time. So. That's
3: it. So now, I, because I can spin, can I find it really meditative. And your yeah. hands just learn the fibre and what you need to draw out. Yeah. Um, and actually now I find it a really calming activity. Right. So it's, it's a good, peaceful gentle relaxing way to spend some time yeah yeah and right. i don't have to look at it i could watch the telly <laughs> if i wanted to but
0: well, there's yeah. not a lot on, this not not watching on anyway. no i, I don't. probably wouldn't no that's right <laughs> I think. and i think you, you're developing a new community
3: yeah group so, this meeting yeah so next week is our first group meeting or community group based at the farm so we're inviting people to come from 10 o'clock till one o'clock as a rule it's going to be the third wednesday of the month and There, we're going to be giving people like uh, demonstrations and an introduction to basketry, fiber crafts, uh, vegetable gardening, and meet the alpacas, farm tours. So it's really just bringing like-minded people together, people that might want to try something new or just looking for some companionship. Yeah, to sort of excellent. Help combat isolation, really, yeah. in rural communities. Brilliant.
0: Excellent. That's great. Thank you very much. Nice to see you, and hopefully we'll see you again soon.
3: Lovely. Thank you very much.
0: I also discovered, sat at a table, with a range of books, a lovely... Oh, how to put it? um, Mature gentleman. uh, A lovely man, W. John Davis, who was given a laptop by his family for his 80th birthday and then proceeded to write these books to distill his wisdom. He had a couple of books there for sale. One was Farming for Better Profitability and another one about growing vegetables in the garden. He's got a really interesting story in terms of his background. It makes a great read anyway. And the information that's in there about trace elements and his approach to farming, uh, there's a lot of wisdom. There's a lot of experience to be shared. Check the show notes for details of the books and where you can get them. I always find it fascinating when visiting a show to recognize that there are people who have given a lot of thought and attention to producing something similar but different, something unique to them. And there's just a stimulation from being around that kind of thing and watching what people are doing and how they're doing it. I hope you have enjoyed the little snapshot of my trip to the show and that your season change will be a good one that's all for now, hope to see you again soon if you've got any questions or comments send me an email or leave me a voice message this is the Alpaca Tribe I'm Steve Hetherington.